they call them What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Riders Live. We have a guest interview today on the show. I would also like to say happy Father's Day to all the dads as well all over the world. Enjoy your Juneteenth and be safe. And oh yeah, I almost forgot. I'm the Riders Live What's Poppin' Artist of the Day, y'all. Let's get it. Ben Malik, what up, Joe? Hey, good looking on the beat, fam. Hey, I told you we was gonna get it done, didn't I? Let's get it. Check this out. I needed a beat, sent the homie a kite, ignited a fuse and start melting mics. One of four, that means I'm one of a kind. Rah Rah or R4, Scotia Lines, the black sheep. Who don't love they mother? How could I not? Thanks for giving me life. Keep winning. We both kicking ass. I'ma keep jotting. Them other kids is rotten. My M.O. Known for moving around. Post up checking a bag and tearing it down. A hustling dog when it's money to get. Make it without compromise. Open your eyes. Stick to your guns with minimal sacrifices. The power piece is priceless. Enjoy what life is. The essence of the art. Expressing your art. Birth and regal queens. Living out dreams. Treaty. Treasure, shine a bomb. What's up? Yeah, yeah. The hunt side. Yesterday was yesterday. Today is today. You never wore with a lion. Them niggas was prey. I know where you live. I know where you stay. My advice to you is stay out my way. No bad energy. Never put me in a box. Pop up non-stop like Jack in a box. Keypad gangsta. Thugging on that blue app, Facebook jail, y'all telling on that. Rise of the pussies, return of the mods. When I catch you, Thundercat, on God. You don't stick to morals, ain't standing on shit. Bad carrying, hair longer than your bitch. Ed the Bevins niggas, hiding in the hondos. Rather tap you with flows, clueless to runos. It's hip hop, trap bang on the block. Lyrical skill and non stop drills. I'm built different. Cut from a different cloth, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad we got this done malically, Rhyme. you understand? Keeping you down Everywhere I go I'm holding us down Dolo I represent 
represent that real nigga shit Whenever I'm opposed by killers and clicks Solidify my status with Sir Furyk spit Never yelling Shadrack, that bullshit is whack Traveling double solid with the folk on the hustlers Believe I'm checking the bag where there's money to muster Born losers grabbing the barrel ass busters A trailblazer lane kicking the dust up Stop sobering over that broad, salute and applaud Barbarians and savages with ADHD niggas for managers Handle your business and find where the cabbage is The network experts stack bands from loyal fans The master plans just trying to expand I offer advice extending a helping hand Never undermine a boss you need to understand Never mind Hey everybody, I hope y'all enjoyed those two songs. That was Riders off my self-titled album Riders and Nevermind off my self-titled album Riders. Both of those songs are available on all streaming platforms, but you can go ahead and cop the album on ridersonline.net slash store. Alright, let's get into this interview. Welcome to Riders Live. I'm your host, Riders. Today we have a proud father who inspires me weekly. His podcast was one of the first podcasts that I was ever featured on multiple times. He embraced me as a podcaster. He plugged me like he was a conduit in the game to the podcast community. Man is charismatic, responsible for the top 25 and the top 50. He's also responsible for the big smash rub. Recently goaded my brother from the Toxic Bible Study, Big Smash. Introduce yourself to the listeners of Riders Live. Hey Amen. Y'all already know what it is. Big Smash representing. Bet the House podcast, Bet the Bet the House hot spot, uh, Judge Smash, Measure of Men, uh, Toxic Bible Study, uh, Bet the House musical hours, Bet the House after hours, the manuscript, um, Smash House records. It's a lot of shit, man. I do a lot, man. I'm just I'm just a guy that's trying to. Leave his imprint on the game, you know, trying to pass the baton and trying to give, you know, lead a game in, in good hands. You know, I don't want the game to die with just me. So I'm out here trying to trying to do it for everybody, trying to do it for all the little yous and the big eyes out here, man. That's it. That's what's up. What's something that the people don't know about Big Smash? Oh, man. Um, something they don't know about me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think they know everything about me, man. Well, maybe not your people, but um, I'm just a dude that's that's full of love. Like I know I get on and I say a lot of shit, but um, having a lot of children makes you full of love. It makes you patient and understanding. So, um, I am. 
my bravado is different offline than it is online. Like at 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 the crib, I'm not big smash. I'm just plain old Ken. You know, so uh even my kids, they start to understand that, you know, yeah, daddy is daddy is sort of kind of like a big deal on the internet, but in real life, he's just our dad and and that's that's the difference. I think I think to a certain extent you have to be yourself, but you can still, you know, you still have to be be yourself on and off. But it's just my kids ain't gonna see you know, they don't see the big smash side of me because I'm just a dad, you know. So I think that's what it, that's the main thing I would tell people about me that they don't know. I'm just a regular dad offline. Like when I walk through my doors, you don't get the, the big smash rub. You just get a dude that's a family man that cries when the Lion King, when Mufasa gets thrown off the bridge or something, you know, I'm just a normal dude. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a normal, happy dude off, off of this shit. Tell the people where you from, Big Smash. Where you from? And I'm from Chicago, Inglewood, born and raised. Okay. Uh, started off on uh, 828 West 54th Place, right off Halstead. Uh, we was over there for a nice, nice amount of years. Um, and I moved over down to 54th in May. And then I spent my last couple of years there on 66 and low. So I, I, I'm, I'm real traveled, man. When it comes to Chicago, that's, that's always going to be home for me. You know, I left, but, um, my kids are still there. So I'm always home. I think, I think home is home is where the heart is. So it's like, I never, my heart has always been there. That's what big smash stand for. I know a lot of people don't get that, but Big Smash stand for same man in same hood. Like, no matter where I go, I never forget where I came from and how I got there. So a lot of people don't know that. You know, that's something a lot of people don't know, that Big Smash is a euphemism. It's a born in grace, same man, same hood. So that's something else they don't know. Exclusive. Okay. What's some of the pros of and cons of living in Chicago and being from Chicago. Pros and cons, the pros. Chicago is a beautiful city. It's a beautiful city. Um I think I think I accomplished so much in Chicago. When I look look at it, it's hustler city. You know what I'm saying? You never see so many hustlers in one city. And it makes it, 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 it just breaks my heart to see, you know, how the gangsters and the thugs turned the city out. That's a con. Um, pros is my mom was able to make it uh, 28 years as a postal carrier. She was able to make it. She was able to provide for us. Uh, she finally retired, you know, this year. So it's a con. It's a pro to know that there are good people out there that thrive and make the community stronger, even with all the bullshit that's going on. The cons is if you ain't from there, don't go there. <laughs> like, unless you know somebody from there. What like, would you have, what would you advise a visitor? Oh man, man, stay downtown. 
<laughs> don't <laughs> don't don't come to the hoods. Don't try to go to King Von Merle or, or none of that type of stuff, man, because uh outsiders be the first ones to get robbed. You know, stay downtown, stay stay in well lit areas. Um keep your jewelry and everything tucked in. Uh stay off your fucking phones. Right. Do not be traveling around in Chicago with your head down and y'all in your phone and you ain't paying attention because I'm telling you, these are the signs. People, I, I used to be one of those guys. Definitely. If you had your head down, you getting your phone snatched, you getting your ass whooped. It's it's ugly. So definitely stay alert to to be aware to be alive in Chicago, man. Don't do here's another thing. Don't throw up gang signs and do all that shit. Wrong city to do that shit at. All right. You gotta keep your head on the swivel. Yeah. People be people people see videos and see artists throwing up gang signs and shit. And then they come to Chicago and all oh, gang gang. Ooh, we we from over here. No, you're not. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> Rodis, you know, man, you know, don't do that. Don't, you are not gang gang, okay? <laughs> Let's get that aware right then and there. Like, um, but no, for the most part, Chicago is a beautiful city, man. I think the dudes and the, and the dummies make it hard for you to see the beauty of Chicago, but Chicago is a beautiful city. You know, um, it's one of the best cities in the world ever. You know, and despite the bad rap that we get for Chirac and everything else, Chicago is a beautiful city. I raised seven kids there. Um, I was raised there. I made it a good 25 years before I decided I wanted something different. Chicago is a beautiful city. And, and, you know, again, to be alert is to be alive, you know, and don't sit in your cars if if we talking about what to do if you're a visitor, please don't sit in your cars. That's the worst thing you could do as a as a uh, a visitor. Sitting in your cars, on your phone, all this because at the end of the day, you are a sitting duck. You are a sitting duck. Like plain and simple, you are a sitting duck. That's the easiest way to get caught in Chicago is by sitting in your car. So. I don't know how they move everywhere else, but I know in my city, uh, sitting in your car. And if you, if you, if you, if you must, you know, want to go sightseeing and want to go to these dangerous hoods you done read about and seen on the internet, keep your kids away. Don't bring your kids. Don't do that. I agree. That's the advice I can give you. Okay. What's the best pizza in Chicago? Giordano's. You think Giordano's? I say Italian Fiesta, maybe because it's in the hood. I like Italian Fiesta too, but sometimes I would like to go out the hood, man. It seemed like it seemed like the hood, the hood Italian Fiesta be making so much money. It'd be like, man, a lot of times they don't be caring. I done got some bad pizza from Italian Fiesta before, and it's like once people get it money had, and they, it had to be the one on Halston. Yeah. Once people get money in their pocket, they don't really care about how the product is. So Italian Fiesta lost that hunger, lost that hunger for me to me a few times. But they good. 
I fucks with him. But Giordano's that deep dish. Oh man, that do something to me every time. Every time I come home, we gotta we gotta go to Giordano's one way or another. We we have to. It's it's a must. Right. So I want to ask you, how did you get into the podcast game and tap in to form the Black Podcast Conglomerate? All right, so I started podcasting um, a little bit over three, three and a half years ago. And uh, a couple of my my uh, associates had their own show. Now, the show was originally supposed to be me and somebody else, but he ended up finding somebody else to do it. And then when I moved back to Chicago, because I left, when I moved back, uh, I guess you could say they kind of had it in their mind. They want to give me a trial run. They want to give me a trial run. I'm thinking, yo, I'm finna be an original. I'm finna be an original host. Like this was supposed to be our thing anyway. So they get me on for a couple of episodes. The people fucking with me, the people feeling it, you know what I'm saying? And you know, um, I guess, I was getting too big for they for their like for one of their liking. And right. he didn't he didn't he didn't like it. He didn't like how big I was getting and how much attention I was getting because he felt like it took away from the dynamic of his show. It was his show. But I'm just big smash. I didn't I didn't come to try to take nobody's spot or nobody's shine. I'm just I'm just a dude that 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 entertains. So he switched it up. He like, yo, um, we just going to get you on for like special episodes and stuff. And I was like, all right, well, that's cool. I, I was going to start my own thing anyway. So um, I was mad. I ain't even going to lie to you. I was mad because I was like, damn, I felt like we had chemistry. This shit was going to blow up. This was going to be some dope shit. We going we gonna to take over. And uh, I ended up starting. It wasn't going to be called at the house. It was going to be called I Said What I Said. That was going to be the name of my show. It was going to be called I Said What I Said. And I made that announcement, and Buddy Ass, uh, one of his homies, took my name. I had merch running and everything. Like, I had promo running. It was going to be called I Said What I Said. And it was going to come out like a month after I announced it. And Buddy Ass went and got my shit trademarked. And they built their own shit. They took my whole name. I said what I said. So I had to, I had to pivot. I was like, all right, look, this is what we gonna do. We putting everything on the house because we was already Smash House. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, we gonna put everything on the house. We're gonna put chips, all our chips in the in the bucket off top. Bet on the house. Bet on bet the house. It was gonna be called bet. Bet it all on the house. That was the original name. And then I was like, you know what? That's too long. We're just going to call it Bet the House Podcast. And uh, I started building a name for myself. I started building, building up, building up, building up. And then all these other pop. Listen, I got blackballed when I first, first started. I got blackballed twice. But when the first time I got blackballed, uh, my, my, he took all his people. Hey, man, if y'all support Bet the House I can't rock with you. I can't, I can't do nothing with you. So all these people stopped listening. So 
I had to get a whole new base. I had to get a whole new base. And uh, I said, when I when I get into this podcast game, I'm going to help my fellow podcasters. I'm going to take everything that I've been taught and I'm going to teach to them. I'm going to help them. I'm going to build them. We're going we're gonna to help each other grow. And that's what I started doing. So I had all these podcasters fucking with me. 50, 60, some different podcasts, ready to ride. Like, we was ready to ride. And I'm like, you know what? All these other races stick together. All these other races stick together. Why the hell can't we stick together? So I'm like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start the Black Podcast Conglomerate. And what we was going to do was we was going to have our own radio station, and it wasn't going to be nothing but podcasts. Like, we was going to start our own online radio station. Like, we was going to take the fuck over. We was going to take it over. And uh, had 50-some, 60-some different podcasts ready. Like, we was ready. We was suiting and booting up. We was loading up. And then, you know, you know the story. Some fuck shit happened. And motherfuckers flipped on me, turned their back on me, left me for dead. You know, and then I had to rebuild and rebrand. And I had to, you know, so the Black Podcast conglomerate is still alive. It's just right now it's on hiatus because I'm still putting everything together because I have a plan. I don't want the radio station no more. Now I want a TV network. I want a, I want a TV, TV situation. So that's what I'm really working on. So I'm waiting to get all that done, and then I'm going to start hollering at my podcast homies because I'm back better than ever. I got a whole new group of podcasters that rock with me, and – uh. We taking things over and we taking it slow. And that's that's how the Black Podcast Conglomerate was just a group of black podcasters who came together to create something beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And right. that's that's generally what it was and what it is and what it's gonna be. Okay. You do a lot for the podcast community. You was doing a podcast meet and greets. Mm-hmm. The top 25 and the top 50. Is it any reason why you stop? And will you do it in the future? All right, so the Bet the House meeting greets is still going on. It's still happening. Um, I broke it off in seasons. So we did like seven. And then I said, all right, I'm going to take a break because I had a lot of projects going on. So we did like seven. And then uh, I took a break because we started doing battle casts. So uh, the top 25, um, when I bring the top 25, it's going to be a lot different. See, when I did the top 50, I was listening to over 100 shows a week. And then I stopped because a lot of the content that I was hearing felt rushed and it wasn't up to par. So, um we nailed it down to the top 25. And now it's like when I do bring it back, people were in their feelings. They were upset. They didn't like they ranking. Uh, it was it was just a whole bunch of chaos, man. And honestly, it kind of pissed me off. It kind of pissed me off, bro. I ain't even going to lie to you. It kind of hurt my feelings because at the end of the day, I'm out here trying to help and build the community up. I wasn't trying to turn cats against each other. I was just paying homage to what I listened to and and showing support and showing love and giving salute. So a lot of people were upset about their rankings and things like that. So I said, when I bring it back, which is coming very soon, 
there is no numbers. It's just I'm going to give you my list of the top 25 episodes that I heard this week. I'm going to give you the list. I'm going to let you know why they made the list, and that's it. That's all. I'm not going to do no rankings because what I found out is a lot of people seem to think that I was trying to divide the community and things like that, and that wasn't the case. I was just showing love. So, yeah, Bet the House Meeting Greasy is coming back. Um, I think you was on the episode of Meeting Greets. So, right. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you. Inviting yeah. Me, yeah. Sir, and everything so, you've done for me. So, yeah, listen, listen. Um, That's what it's about, man. Bringing people together. Like, like you said, when you started podcasting, we had you on. And then you hit me up afterwards and was like, yo, I want to start podcasting. I got my own ideas and things like that. What I need to do. You were a student of the game. You know what I'm saying? It's like a person coming in and want to rap and coming to ask you about rapping because you 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 put in your work. So when it, when you came to me about podcasting, it was easy for me to say, yo, this one I did, this the equipment I use, shit like that, things like that. You know what I'm saying? We we stick it out with each other. And that's and that's what the beauty of it is, because I know for a fact that, you know. Yo, ideas, Rodis Live is dope. It's a dope concept. It. I don't think it. I could do a whole interview podcast. You know, Bet the House Meeting Greets was my little tryout run into that. But Rodis Live is dope. It's a dope platform and it's dope the way you incorporate music and the artists and the and the, yeah, it's just dope all the way around, bro. So shout out to you for that. I've seen you. Thank you. you know what is what what you on episode thirty or something now? Shit, I'm on episode 76. 70. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, I've seen you. I've seen you. I, I was here when it started, man. So I'm very proud of you for that. You know, so, yeah, just you did things your way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you took advice and you researched and you did the game, whatever you checked. But you did everything your way. And that's that's what people can appreciate, you know, so keep going, man. Keep keep going. Thank you. Um, describe the big smash rub for the people who don't know. Describe the big smash rub. <laughs> I you, ain't, you ain't getting up out of here easy. Them was the easy <laughs> questions and shit. We get it again at this. Shit. All right, listen, man. The big smash rub is just. You know the 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 cause and effect of working with Big Smash. Like when I work with you, I want you to have the best episode you could possibly have. So I'm gonna show my ass, and you're gonna show your ass, and we're gonna come up with a dope ass episode. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people in this podcast game have had their stock risen fucking with Big Smash because now you have relationships and 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 uh bonds that you did not have you know when i was setting up the guests for my shows i was putting people together that necessarily didn't know each other but i felt like they would match up well with each other when i do battle cast i put people that don't necessarily know each other but would match up well with each other and i built bonds i helped listen i worked with over 200 of the dopest podcasters you could you could work with in some way or form 
I have over 200 guests. Either they've been on my show, or I've been on their show, we've been on lives together, we've been in group chats, things like that. So I've worked with you one way or another. So the Big Smash Rub is just my way of saying, yes, I have influence on this game. My DNA fingerprints is all over your show, the way you move, the way you carry yourself, because a lot of people come to me for advice. A lot of people come to me, you know, to pick my brain about about being a podcaster, shit like that. And what I what it is is I take from other things that I've learned in this game and I pass it along. So the Big Smash Rub is just all about understanding that, yeah, I'm here to help you. But the Big Smash Rub is also for the motherfuckers that felt like, yeah, we better than you. No, the fuck you're not. Humble, humble yourself a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So the Big Smash Rub, it has a good side and a bad side. The bad side is you come out and you overstep your boundaries and your roots with me. I'm going to crush you. So the Big Smash Rub can be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. But I think for me, for the most part, it's been positive. I love this game. I love this shit. But don't cross me. Don't cross me because... um. They say the thing is the Lord give us and the Lord take us away. So that's how I feel about this podcast game. I take and I, I give and I take just like that. I'm I'm just a different kind of dude. Like I love this shit. Like I live for this shit. So uh sometimes I gotta lay hands on motherfuckers just in a in a positive way. But if I have to in a negative way, I'm 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 still the one that'll tell you this gonna hurt me more than it's gonna hurt you, baby. But I don't want to do this to you, but sometimes that's what you got to do type shit. So, yeah, the Big Smash Rub is a twofold situation. You can either work with me and we can grow together. You can work against me and I'm going to crush your ass. And that's how I'll be feeling nowadays. We're going to keep the Kendall Sunflower energy going. That's the lawyer persona of Big Smash. Define goaded, sir. Define goaded? Yes. I think to me, goaded is when you're on top of your game. And I'm always big smash. You know, the Kindle Sunflowers was some stuff that y'all made up, man. <laughs> like, but I'm always big smash. Um, goaded is just being on the top of your game. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can tell you how to get to their top or what they feel is the top for them. But Goaded to me is being at the top of your game. I felt like I'm goaded because of the things. I don't want to be the GOAT because with the GOAT, it comes so much pressure. But I always felt like if we did a top Mount, Mount Rushmore of top underground podcasters, you definitely have to put my name in the mix. And the reason why, I just I just ran down the reasons. I've worked with over 200 different shows. Um, my 200th episode, the reason I felt like I was goaded, I had over 30, 30 different podcasters pop up and come through on the middle of a school week to come chop it up with Big Smash. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like I was goaded then. That was my top. That was my top. And it ain't about what nobody else think their top is, but that was my top. I was like, if I never recorded again, this was my uh, this was my Jordan game sixth moment right here. Having all these podcasters come through and show me love. That was my Jordan game sixth moment. So I was like, yes, I'm goaded 
being goaded is being at the top of your game and not giving a fuck what nobody else got to say about it. If you if your resume defines, you know what I'm saying, then you are out here like you. I would say, I would say in the interview game, you're goaded. You know what I'm saying? Because you you again, I seen the grind, I seen the work. You're goaded. You feel like you put in the work. You don't come and try to be nobody else, and that's what it is too. You won't find another show like Roddy's Live. You won't find another show like Bet the House at all. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. You will not find a different show. See, one thing about me is I can do the solo thing and I can do the group thing, and it's still going to be fire. You know what I'm saying? And that's what made me feel like I was goaded. And, you know, I just wanted to be great at what I was doing. I felt like if you're going to podcast, you need to be great at it. You need to be doing it. Why do it if you're not great? That's like dating. Why date if you're not looking for something out of it? Whether you're looking to fuck or whether you're looking to be in a relationship, you're looking for something. So my thing was I wanted to be one of the best. I wanted to leave my legacy. Again, I didn't want the game to die with me. So, you know, it's all about passing the baton, and that's what goaded to me is. That's my definition of goaded. Facts. That's a good definition. It's transparency. It's clarity. Nothing wrong with that. What are five podcasts that you listen to religiously, not including my show? Uh, five podcasts I listen to religiously. Off top, Frocast, Uncle Dolomite, uh, Cool Out Corner, uh, Cognac Room, um, At the Sound of My Voice, um, What Up Though? Um, that's more than five. <laughs> uh, the podcast nobody listens to. Uh, Lingo. Um, the Wet Lounge. I'm gonna give you more than five, but these are the some that I just have to listen to every week. Grown ass folks podcast. Let me touch you pod. Uh, it's all love. Um, vibes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, conversations with Lamp. Uh, the motherfucking pod. Like I, I am an avid podcast listener to Miss Talks. Shout out to them, and uh, no filters. Them other ones automatically, and it's a lot more. Out of left field, uh, ladies pitch, the brunch hour, uh, the Q spot, eight more than ninety two. See life of my. It's a bunch of them, but I listen to those on the regular. Every time they drop something, uh. Or too many, the Brandon Janu show, Dark Therapy Sessions, all that stuff. Like, I am, like, you never know with me. Bare Naked Truth, uh, Holla at Your Uncle. Like, there are so many different avenues. It depends on my mood, I guess. It depends on my mood. Right. If I feel like laughing, I'm going to go listen to Cool Out Corn. If I want some knowledge, I'm going to go listen to Uncle Dolomite. If I, uh, uh, One Take No Chaser or uh, Wine Time. I, like, I listen to a lot. So, you know, um, it depends on my mood, really. But yeah. Okay. Mama Life, fucking. Uh, shout out to Mama Life podcast. Shout out to Mama Life. Raw sex pod. Like I listen to a lot of shit. Facts. What What's the best advice you could give an up and coming podcaster? Be yourself. Be yourself and be true to yourself. 
Be true to your craft and be true to your work. Don't let nobody change what it is you want to do. There's an audience and a base for everything. So stop trying to impress people that are not your base. Impress your base. Find your base. Find your niche and run with it. You know what I'm saying? That's the best advice I can give a person. Be yourself. Like, come in with a plan like me. Hey, Smash, I'm going to tell you, I never changed. I never wanted to change. When I came into this game, it was like, yo, uh, I'm going to do what I'm going to do that's going to make me great. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it's good to take advice from your listeners and your fans and things like that. Take advice, do your thing. But for me, um, my path is my path. I carve my own path. So when I tell podcasters, listen, man, listen, listen to yourself. Don't second guess yourself. If you record an episode and you don't like it, don't put it out. Do it again. Do it again until you like it. You know what I'm saying? Do it again until you like it. Don't get one bad review and feel like, oh, I got to scrap the whole fucking idea. No, take that bad review, implement it, and, and get better next time out. But don't scrap your plans because you have one bad review. I've gotten bad reviews. I'm sure Rodness has got a bad review or, 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 or whatever in before. We've all got bad reviews. Use that shit. Use that shit and fuel that shit and get out there and hit, hit the ball out the park the next time. And the last thing I could say is, listen, other podcasters are not your audience. You don't have to impress them. You don't have to impress them. Say that again. Can you reiterate that? Other podcasters are not your audience. Like, Roddus doesn't make his show for Big Smash. No, I, I don't make my show for Roddus. Yes, we love the support. I love right. that Roddus listens to me. Right. Okay? But I don't come in with the mind frame of, yes, Roddus is going to love this episode. All right? That's who I'm making this episode for. Like, no, I don't come in with that mind frame. Yes, stop trying to sell your show to other podcasters because at the end of the day, they have their own thing. Now, yes, we are in a tight community. We're going to support everything the other does. Absolutely. But uh, find your crowd. Find your crowd. Find your crowd. Find your supporters. You have to understand everybody that follows you is not your supporter. And everybody that supports you won't follow you. You know what I'm saying? So that is the main piece of advice I can give to you. Uh, if you got a thousand followers, that don't mean they all supporting you. You know, so just keep in mind, man, and stick to your lane and run with it. Facts. Okay. Um, if if you can never touch another mic, if you can never do another episode again, mm. what do you have coming up? Like, What's on your bucket list that you have to get done before you lead a game? And are you proud of everything that you've done thus far where you can leave it and be like, okay, oh, so man, I did that? So my bucket list is very simple in this podcast game. My podcast bucket list is to do this. To get on another episode of Procast, to get on another episode of Too Much Game, to do this super show with toxic Bible study that they don't even know that's fucking coming out, but <laughs> that's coming. Um, and I don't know, man, listen, 
I'm I'm a big I'm a big advocate, man, of 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 working hard. Um I think I think the best thing for me, I feel like once I do all those things and my goal is to hit a million views or a million downloads, that's my goal. And I think like if I or both, I would love to get both. You know, I would love to get a million downloads and a million views to get on those shows. And I would at least love to do uh, a I think that's it. Like those are the things that I really would want to do before I leave this game. Hit a million views, hit a thousand downloads, do those shows, and then I feel like um I think I feel like I've I done accomplished everything I set out to do. You know what I'm saying? Like if I never had to touch another microphone again, those are the things that I'm busting my ass to accomplish before I do, you know, and that's that's pretty much it. Great goal, sir. Great goal, sir. Fact. So now we better have a little fun on this motherfucker. All right. Let's do it. Um you want you want the good fun or the hard fun? Hey man, give me the hard fun first, man. You want the yeah. hard fun? Okay, here Thanks. go the hard fun right here. If you could make the perfect woman. Uh-huh. For one of your buddies since you married. Uh -huh. What are five qualities that you would instill in this woman? And what are five qualities that you would leave out to keep her from being fucked up for your man? All right. For her, for her good qualities, she gotta be loyal. Look, you gotta you gotta pick the quality and the person you getting it from. Oh. Okay. Uh, pick the quality. I'm gonna pick loyalty, and I'm gonna pick from uh from uh the mama from Good Times. Like, okay. no matter what they was going through, she stayed. She never wavered. She never folded. She stuck by James, no matter what. No, even when he wasn't making no money, even when he got fired, even when he couldn't pay the rent, she was there and she was right by his side making making moves to help out. So yeah, I'm gonna take loyalty from 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 her. Um hard working and nurturing. I'm gonna take both of them qualities from uh Claire Huxtable. Like just we know how we all love claire man claire did her thing she made sure you know the kids was good she worked hard she was a lawyer a great nurturing mom she let heathcliff be the dad that he was she didn't interfere you know with his lessons yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta go from that i'ma go with uh I guess I'm gonna go with the beauty from from Claire too, man. Cause Claire was bad. She was fine as hell. She's still fine as hell. Um, so that's four. And then I think respect. Now, where would I get the respect aspect from? I'm gonna have to go and say the respect aspect is from 
Angela Bassett. Like, her and her dude, the way she carry herself, she ain't been in no scandals. They ain't been said nothing about her cheating or, you know, anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with those five. Okay. Now, pick five qualities from some of these heifers out here that you don't want these hoes. To definitely have. don't want her. Definitely don't want her to be uh, a Megan Stallion. Okay. When I say that, I mean... Um, a liar? Yeah. That and, you know, how, how the image... No, I don't want my woman show uh the woman for my homie to be showing all her goods all over the world. That's one. Uh definitely don't want him to have a city girl. Even though I know he'll probably love to have a city girl. Nah, man. Well, I wanna I want a nice, wholesome, respectful girl for my guy. Um definitely don't want him to, her to be a Jada. Alright? Okay. Don't want her to be all in the spotlight, making the motherfucker look bad, and you know what I'm saying. Definitely don't want 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 a Jada. Definitely don't want a DJ Envy wife who felt like it was good to <laughs> put out all the business to the world to sell a book. Like nah, nah, that 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 just that just didn't cut it for me, man. And um, oh, and the last one. Definitely don't want a superhead type of woman. Yeah, she can, she can be bad in the bed, but not with everybody. Yeah, that 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 is just embarrassing, bro. I would hate to be super superhead husband right now, cause I heard her tell a story about how she was dealing with Wayne and about why she was married and buddy ass didn't give a fuck. He didn't care. Nah, nigga, nah, that couldn't be me. So yeah, that would be the fifth one. It's called pimping, but okay, that's cool. Uh, it's called being a hoe because she was saying she pay all the bills, and he and you know he he allowed her to be gone for two three days, and when she came home, he had bath water and dinner cooked like nigga. Your girl was out here getting rotted out. <laughs> hey, and, but look, that's the least he could do. He ain't have to do nothing else. Fuck that, bro. <laughs> I couldn't do it, Chief. <laughs> Ain't no I, way in hell. I feel you. Um, <laughs> we had a couple of guests on here to play this game. Um, Go ahead. It's called Smash, Smash, Smash or Dash. Yep. yep. But the game. Let's go. This the nagging edition of. Let's go. I'm with Smash, it. Let's go. Smash and Dash. I've been waiting on this. Let's go. Okay, we got um, and they all wise. We got Pig Bundy. Uh we got Louis Jefferson uh and Lucy from I Love Lucy. Who you who you smashing, who you passing, who you dashing? I'm a dash uh I love Lucy for sure. Her voice was annoying as fuck. Okay. Um listen, Peggy Bundy was thick as hell, so yeah, 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 yeah. I'm definitely gonna 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 smash. Okay. And uh I like Wheezy, but Wheezy was kind of old, you know, so I got to gotta pass her. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. yeah, that's how we're going to do it. No problem. Okay. Last but not least, I think all of these, I think all these hoes is fucking nagging. 
Let's talk about it. Edith Bunker, Florida Evans, and Harriet Winslow. First of all, first of all, Harry Winslow can't do no wrong in my eyes. I fuck the shit out of Harry Winslow is 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 and, and won't even think twice about it. The old Harry won't even think twice about it. Uh Florida. I love Florida. She had the good qualities. Like I said, she was loyal in a motherfucker, but uh she was kind of old too. And and she really ain't have no hair, so I'm gonna have to pass. And then the last one, who was the last one? Edith Bunker, Archie Bunker White. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely dash her. Go on head on and 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 send her somewhere. You know, uh again, she she was annoying as fuck. So yeah, definitely pass Man, on I, her. I hate that fucking nagging shit, boy. Facts. That that ruined relationships more than anything. So facts. We dropping the mic on Ryder Slide. What you wanna leave with the people? Hey man, listen, shout out to Rodis. Shout out to everybody that supports Bet the House. Shout out to Big Smash. Y'all can follow us. Uh like the signs say alwaysbetthehouse.com. That's where you can catch everything. We fucking hilarious over there. Um we keep it real, we keep it a buck. Uh tap in with us, man. We got Battlecast popping off. Um everything. Since Rodis Rodis do a lot of talking like he know music. Maybe it's time he go ahead on and get this battle cast in the ring with me on this battle cast music shit. Cause you know, he cost me a couple of battles before. So <laughs> it's personal. So yeah. But yeah. uh man, listen. <laughs> I had a ball. Shout out to you, man. This is a dope platform. Like I said, you know, Big Smash, you want a few anytime you need me, I'm coming. I told you Tuesday. And I was hitting you before six o'clock, like, oh, is we still on? So um, that's the dedication I bring to this shit, man. If if I if my guys need me, my guys need me. So I'm right here. So that's what it is. That's what's up. Let the listeners know what day your actual show come out. The hey man, we drop every Friday at midnight. This next episode we dropping is called uh, "Cheaters Never Win." And we're just talking about cheating, man, and why people cheat and why women and men cheat. And uh, it's it's going to start some fires. <laughs> it's definitely going to start some fires, but um, it's a dope listen. It's a dope listen. Every Friday at midnight is when we drop. Y'all heard them. Big smash from Bet the House. Ride us live. We out. Yes, sir. If you would like to have your music played on Ride Us Live, just email bookingrodis at gmail.com. That's booking, R-O-D-E-S, at gmail.com. Or submit through the booking form via our website, which is www.rodesonline.net, via the booking form. If you would like to be the worst popping artist of the day, or if you would like to be interviewed, or if you would like ad space, submit via the booking form on ridersonline.net. Alright? If you would like to make a donation to the show, just cash at Riders T20. That's dollar sign R-O-D-E-S T20. Alright? <laughs>
dance song, one leg at a time There's nothing more powerful than a beautiful mind Uniqueness crafted in a twine of lines Perfection, age like fine wine Understand what's meant for me is mine There's enough sun for everybody to shine Like a motivation leaving people behind Remove fear, success, get on your grind Your brother's not your enemy, watch your friends It's not a competition, get to the mission Check the man in the mirror so your vision is clear Get out your feelings, it's money over here Everybody's everything according to them Fuck what they say, watch what they do Bail a brother out of jam, you do what you do Don't scream solid if you have no honor Numbers, digits equate to dollars Different bank accounts, common support amounts Build on what you have, make money in your sleep Keep making investments while everybody sleep Capitalize on opportunities, do what you can Check off goals, stick to the plan It's a marathon, not a sprint, stick to the script It's nobody's business, handle your business Pillow talkers, women are killing kings They friends coming for your head, looking like the walking dead Business is business, knowledge is king Tell them bitches, catch a sound, get the fuck out of here Caterpillars turning to butterflies, sky's the limit Crabs in the barrel, weeds destined to kill it The track's cancer, my flow's chemo R4, you already know